Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, the fan. It's time for your NASCAR segment. That means it's time for Dennis Michelson and Laurie Monroe from Racetalkradio.com. And Laurie, NASCAR can't win this year. Oh, why? Horrible timing again for NASCAR because coming off their best race of the season, they have a week off for the Cup Series. Yeah, but you know, it's like going out on a high as well. It it could be worse. We could have had the worst race and then have two weeks off and just have no, absolutely no will to live after that. But this whole Bristol weekend, even though I missed the truck race, which saddened me because it wasn't run till like 4 a.m. or something, I was so entertained. I was so entertained with the Xfinity and the cup race and the fact that the weather was beautiful. Under the lights, these cars, I thought it was just absolutely it was so much fun to watch this. I had a blast. The great news, too, is that the track is really understanding just how much of this traction compound and just how much of a lane of this traction compound you have to use to ensure that you're going to have great racing. Yeah. That makes me very positive for the future. Yeah, I would love to see them change the rules massively on these NASCAR race cars so they have better racing at all tracks. But in lieu of that, what we saw at Bristol, I don't know if you could see a better race weekend than what we just saw at Bristol. That was fabulous. Yeah, they obviously got it right. But in the back of my mind, I still am, I don't know, just, I won't say appalled or disappointed. I don't know what it is. The fact that we even have to use the stuff on tracks that at Bristol. Yeah, I guess it it certainly is needed at this point. They've, they've kind of tweaked the track a little bit. And then with this car, yeah, they got to figure something out, but my God, other tracks, I really don't think they should be spreading the stuff around the way they have. Why have we gotten to the point where we need the sticky stuff to give us a good show? It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, it is like sort of putting a Band-Aid on a gaping oh, yeah. wound. You know, it's it's another gimmick. But, it's a gimmick, yeah. But I will say the, the gimmick worked. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it absolutely worked this weekend without without question. And I guess you can't turn back the clock, but still, great weekend, all in all. What a great show by Eric Jones. No oh, my question. God. No question that kid's outstanding. Kyle Larson, again, was in the mix for most of the race. Just sort of went away on handling towards the end. Daniel Suarez impressed the heck out of me. This is a kid we used to make fun of on a regular basis. Now he's turning into a tremendous racer. And, of course, can't deny the fact that Kyle Busch is fantastic getting the, the Bristol sweep for the second time in his career. Love him or hate him. That Kyle Busch effect is in full force because, boy, fans were having a meltdown either way this weekend, and that gave a lot of attention to the sport. 
Oh, and you love the way he eggs them on as well. It's kind of fun to see that, the way he he plays the crowd up and he absolutely embraces it all. But I just find it hysterical that the only other time the sweep has been done at Bristol was by the same guy. And it was so long ago. And that's what that's what kind of kills me. Time is going by so fast. I forget what year it was that he did this at, at Bristol. Do you remember? It was like five or six years previous, wasn't it? It was. Oh, a, it was a I long think time. It was, yeah, it just seems like forever ago. But it's incredible that it's the same guy that has to at least meet his own accomplishment. What he did there, it was just absolutely fabulous. It was. It was great to see. Like you say, love him or hate him, you gotta have. You gotta be impressed with what this guy can do on the track, and he's obviously hitting a stride right now too. No other than Kyle Larson referred to Kyle Busch as one of the greatest of all time. I'm not so sure I know where to put Kyle Busch in the rankings with other great drivers. And we've talked about this in the past on the old Do and Donut show. It's it's like comparing apples and oranges anyway. All we can say is he's definitely one of the, the three best of this era. Yeah, I hate it when people try comparing to other drivers. All you can say, he is one of the best. That's what you can say about anybody who does so well. They're one of the best. Kyle Busch is definitely one of the best. If you want to break it down to years, he's certainly one of the best in the last 10 years for sure. I got to I gotta say, any anybody with eyes has to recognize the fact that he is one of the best drivers we've seen in a long time. And like you say, Kyle Larson, we don't even know how good he's going to be. But what I see, I like. And Eric Jones. This kid's a rookie. Eric Jones. I, you know, I don't know that I've been more impressed with Eric Jones than this past weekend at Bristol. I think he really showed us what he's all about. He seems to be sort of hitting his, hitting a, a, a different level of maturity on the track or something. Or just he's got more miles in a cup car or something. He just seems to be right there. And sure, he's certainly got a good set of wheels under him. But... My God, going toe-to-toe with Kyle Busch, I, I just kind of wish there was a few more laps and, and less traffic and all that stuff. That would have been fun to see. But still, when uh, when you run second to Kyle Busch, you've done something big. Yeah, a fun race indeed. And, you know, I hate making the comparison from this era of drivers to old school drivers, you know, on their ability on the track. But I will say this. I'm not so sure I've seen a driver that is such a polarizing guy in the sport since DW was nicknamed Jaws back in the day. He really irritates people just like Daryl Waltrip did when Daryl Waltrip was in his heyday. Well, and it's so funny because Daryl Waltrip is certainly of the generation where I was really paying attention to to NASCAR. And because I was a Daryl Waltrip fan, I I almost was immune to all of the the hatred that you see being that was tossed at him i swear there's more at kyle bush and i'm a kyle bush fan but then again you we've got we've got social media now people have different ways of of tossing their venom at people so i think if if daryl waltrip was around in his heyday when we had uh if the internet was around in, in waltrip's heyday i should say I don't know. Maybe maybe it would be just as bad. But yeah, he had it rough too. Could you imagine the younger Daryl Waltrip when he didn't care what people <laughs> thought about him and he was winning championships left and right? Could you just imagine what he would have been like 
if we would have had Twitter and Facebook back in the day, there would have been riots. He would have gotten people <laughs> rioting because he was he was the mouth from you know from from Owensboro, Kentucky. He just was the mouth of the South. I could only imagine how much fun that would have been because you know Kyle Bush when he goes on you know his little rants at the track and he does his little interviews. I just sit there smiling because I I know that for the next three days, we're going to see this wave of Kyle Bush hatred. Oh, yeah. It's fun to watch. So if it was 75 right now and we had Twitter, what would Daryl Waltrip's Twitter handle be? Oh, my goodness. He would have embraced the Jaws thing. I'm sure of that. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think he would have. It would be something very, very pompous and over the top, I'm sure. <laughs> So true. It'd be awesome. Well, folks, it is time for us to step out, take a quick break. But when we come back, get ready for some explosive times here on the Final Inspection 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Final Inspection 105.7 FM, The Fan. Lori and Dennis on a Saturday afternoon. You know what that means, folks. Time to sing along to the best music in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wait, wait, dude! Yes, indeed. When you hear the dog sing, you know it's time for us to be getting out our open hostilities. (laughs) about what uh, happened in racing over the last weekend. Lori Monroe, can you tell the good folks of Milwaukee and around the interwebs how this works? Absolutely. If something has upset you in the week of racing, we will blow it up for you. So if you've got a suggestion, head over to racetalkradio.com, fill out the wonderful form there, and let us know what you would like to have us blow up. And we just might include you in an upcoming show. Or you can send us an email from there, racetalkradio.com. This week, my hostility, I don't know if it's hostility, but it's just sort of uh, eh, goes to the pre race stuff at Bristol where they have the driver intros with their songs that they have allegedly handpicked to play. And they just really did not do a great job this year, in my opinion. They had the songs for one driver with another driver. They had that all mixed up. It's just such a lame thing now. Drivers coming out that you don't even really recognize, like BJ McLeod. I wouldn't recognize him in a police lineup. And I've never, I thought he actually was coming out dressed as Elvis. You know how J.J. Yaley did a couple of years oh, ago? Oh, yeah. If you, if you don't know who B.J. McLeod is, you got to Google him and just look at his hair. I, I don't know what the hell's going on there, but maybe he's got a hair product uh, sponsor. I just don't know. But it was just really lame. And I would say about the highlight of that entire uh, production was just listening to the crowd, the fans when Dale Jr. walked out. That was the biggest thing for it. And it used to be exciting. It was just absolutely lame. It was lame, Dennis Michelson. Didn't like it. Maybe it's just worn out its welcome. It seems like it. it's run its course. It really has. I think it was daylight when they did it. So it's like there's no big booms and fireworks or anything. It was just lame. It was lame. Lame is not good for intros either. Well, my still is a little bit different than that, but also has to do with the weekend. And, 
you know, in the first segment, we were talking about how great Kyle Busch is. So this is not a wrap on Kyle Busch. This is a wrap on whoever at NASCAR decided that it was a great idea to make a comparison of Kyle Busch's win totals in Cup, Xfinity, and Trucks and compare them versus Richard Petty's 200 wins in Cup alone. It does Kyle Busch a disservice when you try to force this comparison. Kyle Busch is the greatest overall driver in NASCAR of his generation. There's no doubt about it. When Jimmy Johnson has raced other series other than Cup, he's not done as well. Nobody since Mark Martin has ever won this many races in the Xfinity slash Bush series. Kyle Busch is, is far superior in the truck series to anyone. But when you add them all up, it's like ap- adding apples, oranges, and pineapples and trying to compare them to <laughs> Kyle Petty's or Richard Petty's 200 wins in Cup. It just is a disservice to Kyle Busch and certainly to Richard Petty, the king of stock car racing. So Laurie Monroe, which mm-hmm. still gets blown up this week. Well, you know, I'm a big Kyle Busch fan, but he can take it. I'm blowing up the pre-race stuff at uh, at Bristol, oh, especially yeah. BJ McLeod's hair. You, you got to Google this. I, I just don't know what I was seeing. You know, let's just zero in on BJ McLeod and his hairdo. So for BJ McLeod and his hairdo, General Mattis, <laughs> bring in the B-52 bowers, please. <laughs> ah, the sweet sound of mayhem. Like a run like <sighs> You know, it really was all about BJ McLeod and the hair. I just made all this other stuff, <laughs> other stuff up. <laughs> it works. You know, I just, I really didn't know what I was seeing. I honest to God thought he was doing an Elvis impersonation. Yeah, either that or maybe his hair is doing a throwback scheme ahead of time for Darlington. Who knows? Yeah, to to the Exxon Valdez. Oh, that's crazy. Man alive. Yeah. All right, Lori, before we wrap it up, it's time to cover the NASCAR (laughs) news. And how about this news out of Richard Petty Motorsports? It seems like each and every week something that is going on at RPM. It looks good news for their sponsor. Now it looks like RPM might be shifting to Chevys. I know. Isn't that odd? And Bubba Wallace might be taking over for Almirola. I feel so bad for Eric Almirola that, you know, this is even being mentioned. The fact that they're mentioning it, you kind of think it's probably a done deal. But when it comes to the manufacturer, you know, I don't really care. It's not like they're running a Plymouth anymore anyway. So whatever works, whatever gets them speed, whatever gets them sponsorship, that's all great. But I really wish that aside from having Bubba Wallace come on board, if that's really the thing, keep Eric Almirola. He even looks like a petty for for Pete's sake. Certainly didn't do anything to lose that ride. I know. My God, they're both so talented. But, you know, who do you pick? Why don't you stay with the guy who's been there? I don't know. I just, it just drives me nuts. I want Bubba in a ride. I want Elmarola in a ride. This is heartbreaking. But again, it does come down to business. And when you're looking at this stuff, you really got to keep that in the back of your mind. Absolutely. Also in the news, what else do we talk about every week here on the NASCAR news segment? Rule changes. So NASCAR has proposed another rule change, 
We already have a maximum speed penalty for pit road. How about a minimum speed penalty as well? Yeah, I don't know. We saw the gamesmanship this past weekend with with Hamlin. Just let it be. If you want to be that crazy just to stop dead or break check on on pit road coming off, you're you're running the risk of causing calamity. You're running the risk of being hit yourself and stacking everyone up or just just being a pylon. If you want to be a pylon, let everybody else on the track sort it out around the pylon and let them make your life difficult. Don't just keep throwing rules at stuff. I think it's crazy. And again, we saw it backfire at Bristol anyway. Because yeah. one time the guy couldn't, the crew chief couldn't count how many cars stayed out and got his guy into the wrong lane. Exactly, exactly. And, and another fired. time there was a pit road speeding penalty that caused the one of the guys that was ahead of him to go to the back of the line. And guess what? You're on the wrong lane again. So yeah. adding another rule is stupid. I just don't yeah. get it. And speaking of rules, how about another week and another JGR team with a lug nut issue? This time, Suarez's car came up with a missing lug nut. What is it about JGR and lug nuts? Can't they count to five? Maybe not. Maybe they need to go back to elementary school. Unbelievable. But those high-speed, quick pit guns. Ring! Ring! Exactly. Yeah. Maybe NASCAR needs to do a rule change and mandate a restrictor plate on those next. No, just get the old tire iron back, like the four-way wrench. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. That'll take some skill on pit road. Absolutely. And about 40-second pit stops, but that's okay. Yeah. All right, Laurie. No cup race this weekend, so we're going to get your expertise. Is it Liverpool or Tottenham this weekend? Oh, I'm just kidding. Thanks for tuning in to the Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.